that was a good one. That right was here. great. That woke me up. That actually got me in in the mood. In the Way recording more than mood I was five seconds ago. Well, we haven't been around for a while. Well, well, me. Don't say we. <laughs> you. Yeah, but well, we haven't been around in front of the cameras in a while. So yeah, this is actually one of the first times we've talked. Probably. I mean, for longer than like three then, or four texts back probably, and forth yeah. <laughs> for like a week. So like, yeah, here we yeah. are. We have a lot to talk about. Actually, so much to talk about. I don't know if we can fit it all into one. Yeah. So well, we're gonna have to do the dot condensing thing. So the oh, first, it's, hard. <laughs> it's so hard. tough, especially for us. So the the first like biggest thing to talk about that precedes all of the games that have been played over this last week is that uh, Matrita is no longer in New York. Which has some people sad. Some people sad. I wouldn't say I'm that guy. Some people aren't that sad. <clears throat> um, ultimately, the like I was telling you four seconds ago or whatever when we were first starting, um, I was I was only upset that it was right when he started to heat up, mm -hmm. you know, getting put into a new position. But thinking about it now, maybe he started to heat up because that weight, like he knew he was leaving and the yeah. weight, weight was off his back. Whatever personal problem he had, you know, was off his back. He knew that he would be with his family and all that. So, um, you know, maybe that was the that was the change that happened. And it was never his ability. It was only mental. Yeah. Well, I think I tweeted it from our account when like right before you know it was officially you know broken but um you know things like this aren't something that happened overnight um yeah. and it was clearly lined up perfectly with him needing to leave on international duty and then you know never really come back from that but this is something that uh it's been decided like at least probably over a month ago if not yeah. longer so it it would have been something that he knew um so yeah my question with that is i know mertuta is a talented player on his day but you know if, if we know if ronnie knows in advance this guy's not going to be playing for us why is he not grooming somebody else for that position already like right. getting a getting somebody in that spot that's going to be there you know after matrita leaves and you know really giving him that chemistry within the squad yeah like why wasn't that not the plan Ain't much planning in that man's head. <laughs> it just doesn't seem right to me, but whatever. I mean, that's it is all what it is. is. Yeah. So uh, there's not much to say about it. I no, think. Yeah. I mean, I wish him well. I wish uh, we, he didn't cost $9 million. Mm -hmm. um, and I wish we got maybe money now opposed to in the future. In the future. But it is what it is. It's, it's not like we're definitely going to sign anybody, especially with Ronnie's comments. So yeah, there's life after Matrita. There has to be. So where we're prepared well maybe we're not prepared yet but we're prepared, we're prepared. to <laughs> to move into uh the future without him and kind of take it as it goes and see see how the team can do so uh leading from that is we have the the nyc game against dc so i'll say from the jump it's hard to beat a team that has like an 11 man park the bus running since minute one Terrible, but, terrible football to watch. But like, this time we we found a way to do it. I mean, yeah, we just we just took our chances. Yeah, the chances. Um, but playing against that style of football is impossible. It, yeah, it's uh, like that's something that the that I feel the league should look at because it's terrible to watch. It's ter it's it's so frustrating to watch. I can't even imagine being on the field. Well, and then that's obviously how the the front office and the executives of DC United felt because. We took a body for the first yeah, time as I, a franchise. 
we took a body. I was so happy to see him gone because he was so like anti football. Yeah, it's like you, you're taking all of the fun out of it. That especially during a time when people have nothing to do but watch the games. Yeah, you're imagine gonna, being a DC fan, bro. Like that. I couldn't imagine. Imagine. I would be so mad. You know, you're going into the game like play, like fighting for 90 minutes for a tie. Yeah, like or, that's all you're doing, or just to lose, or okay with a loss. Yeah, like simply okay with it. How do you look at that squad too? They have they have players to go out and win games. Yeah, I don't understand the mentality of going in to lose. Or yeah, to, I don't know. To, to, to they're they're not the worst. No sense. They're not the worst. Well, they were the worst team in the league with him leading it. But in terms of personnel, yeah, there's no. worse teams than them. I mean, they have some injuries. I mean, that's but whatever. Yeah, but there's a few a few key takeaways that I took was. Um, it was obviously important to get Tati scoring at the time. It seemed very important, although we saw, you know, later in the New England game, it didn't really amount to much. Um, aside from that, I think I remember, you know, texting you about how poorly Mats was playing. Like I was not yeah, at all pleased with how he was playing. There was a lot of players that were just. Yeah, despite what the score line was, there you know not everybody was really popping off that much. Um, but Mats stood out to me more so and maybe that's just because i'm such a big thor fan that i feel yeah. he should have been in that position and then what happened was Mats got subbed out and we tossed thor in there and he got his first professional assist so uh i mean going off of that point for us to say that moderita is not playing well and we prefer somebody else to come in takes a lot because that has been oh yeah guy that has been our guy for years. Since day one. Like, that's been our favorite player for years. And he's just not playing well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, going on to another player that we love, that is hard for us to say that they're not playing well, is Tati. Yeah. Like, he, I don't know, I think it was the NYCFC Tactic uh, interview where he was saying, like, the the... It was uh, one of our managers fooled us into thinking that Dome, yeah, yeah, that Tati was a that Tati was a number nine, and I'm like, I'm sitting there thinking, well, at least give him a chance again at it. Right? Like, why not give him a chance again? And now, Here now we I are know two I, weeks he is later. not he is not a striker. He is yeah. a winger, and he will end his career as a winger, and he will not play number nine anywhere else in the world. Hopefully, not here at, too. At, at this point, where with Hey Bear down, it's like. I don't I really don't know who else we call to maybe we have to start playing like I don't even know dude I was gonna say a false false nine that's what I was gonna say we have to play a false nine and and I think some of the you know when Hebert went down and everyone was sharing their lineups I think that was one or two people shared one that had a false nine that you know either I think maybe one had Tati in there but you know even he's got to be left in potentially with the way that (laughs) With the way that he played in the DC game, Keaton yeah. played well. Yeah, got into the team but, of the week. Let's not get crazy. But as a starting, you know, striker, it's no, just no, that's a crazy. It's Dude, tough. I would rather get somebody from our academy to come play striker. Yeah, hey, you know who would be a great person from our academy to play striker? Who? He's American. Oh, is he? He's kind of he's younger. What's his name? Uh, Giovanni. You know. Oh well, he's related to uh our old sporting director. He's far away. Where is he? He's in. He's in Borussia Dortmund. He starts for them? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. and he never played a minute of football for never. us? Never. Nope. Not once. Wow. That's, that's crazy. That's a, that's a fumble. That's wow. a fumble. But if you're looking at the scope of the national team, that's kind of the best case scenario. You want him out there? Yeah. Fighting for his But life. as a New York fan, 
I don't think he was a striker though. I think he's more of a winger. Yeah, or a no, that was. But, but we're so, we, we're overcrowded with wingers, especially yeah. if we. Well, no, that's that's why I think a false nine would work, like a formation that supports mm-hmm. a false nine, because we can have two wingers and then somebody playing number ten. I mean, we have so many midfielders too. Yeah, that well, fits in. It's obvious perfect. without Hey Bear that we don't have a a natural striker on our team. No, like we just don't. Or if we do, we don't know about them. Um, yeah. I don't know in any of the any of our squads for the past five to ten games we've not had mm-hmm. anybody on my that I can think of that would play striker and Matrita has gone now and that's who Ronnie was thinking would back up Castiano so who the hell plays striker for us if Tati goes down and I think the the window is closed at this point I I don't think we have too not closed but we don't have too much longer yeah I don't know it's it's not looking great and then you see things like Ronnie's quotes where it's like if we wanted to bring someone in it would have to be within this country which just doesn't not only does it not really well, make then, sense but it just there's not going to be a solution in this country well, most likely we're we're in New York City FC go spend big money that's who we and are get somebody who is good? Who can? Who's within this country? Yeah. You know who came in? Who's a striker? Who? Outside of the country, still came in. Higuain. Yep. Great striker. Some might. Amazing. Some might say. Granted, that was before Hebear got injured, and hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. So we could not have known. But, but when, even this if is you why look, when these guys are available, the right. top teams have to go get them. But even if you look at. Uh, Let's look at healthy hay bear. Let's go back like four months. Let's look at healthy hay bear on a on a piece of paper with Higuain right there. The decision is still very easy to make. Yeah, Higuain. Yeah. Um, even if you have and to even play other names are throw around. Like remember the Pato days when yeah. we were like we He's were pretty. With another team. Yeah, we were pretty convinced. I think as a whole fan base, people were pretty sure that Pato was coming to the team. Like we were days away from it. Yeah nothing ever came of that yeah it's like i don't know we just have to we have to find a striker yeah i never thought that um you know after last season that we would be sitting here wondering who's going to score goals for us right granted well, we were sure it was in our past couple of games we went i think it was four goals then three goals and four goals again and then we lose two to one which should be two now i in my brain it's two nil loss yeah um, you know the the score sheet's gonna say two one. I see it as a two nil loss. Yeah, and we can transition more into the New England game now. So definitely like a two nil loss. I think one of the the texts that I remember that you sent me from the game was like our defense has just been awful the whole game. Just, like we're we're lucky ti- not mean, to give up more goals. Yeah, they look tired. Um, you can tell that that back line outside of you know Thor coming in. It has not changed, and mm-hmm. that's what we've been saying for however long. That that backline looked tired, and it's tough too because the one guy that did get a rest was Collins, and he probably played the worst out of them all. Yeah, barring that header at the end of the game, which, yeah, I mean it's it it sort of makes up for him causing the penalty, but it's not like really. I was thinking that I think I I thought that you would say that, and yeah. I don't think it does because it's, you have to think of that penalty and how that shaped the game mm-hmm. as opposed to his header and how that affected the game. Right. Cause like that penalty for sure lost us the game. Yeah. It felt like the dagger. And that header absolutely did nothing for us. No, it still didn't feel like we were going to no, pull out a tie. Yeah, or... It didn't feel like anything was going to come of that. Yeah. The, the only other thing that I would say from that one is, 
and this is just like making fun of people i guess at this point but like with medina he just didn't he wasn't playing well i mean we lost like you said it, it should have been like a 2-0 loss so the whole team was underperforming but just to me and maybe it's just because i don't like him but he just really stood out as not playing well um, yeah i saw more on the left side throughout the yeah, game. yeah so at halftime um well ring was out left again because winger ring Ride is a ball. thing um and then at halftime he switched the two of them so medina drifted out to that yeah. wing and then ring kind of fell into the number 10 that medina was attempting to be and it's like i don't know it's just you're not gonna win games well, just if, like this. if the problem is if medina isn't at number 10 he has to be on the right side yeah that's the only way that i feel he's gonna affect a game i i agree he with cannot, that he doesn't he's not like the type to pass the ball he's he's not the type to like Let's say he gets past somebody. He's looking for the shot. He's not looking for his teammate making a run. Right. That's why on the left-hand side, he's ineffective because it's his weak foot. Mm -hmm. We saw that his his right foot is atrocious. Although the problem with that was that we probably... Ronnie was kind of forced to play Izzy up at that right, especially coming Izzy, off a brace. You know? Izzy was like the biggest letdown for me in that game mm. because it just seemed like his legs were gone. Yeah. Like It looked like his legs were toasted. Like he couldn't... I'm surprised he played... As long as he did. Yeah. Because his every time he got on the ball, it almost seemed like he was labored. Yeah. Like, well, you have to look at last week. He really emptied his tank like with the brace. And he's traditionally, he hasn't really been a full game player for us. Yeah. You know, whether that's an injury concern or just his stamina in general. But, um, you know, he's sort of a, a shorter minutes kind of guy. But when he does come in, he's making that impact. I, so. think, that, I think that might be why ultimately his career has led him to where he is now like i mm -hmm. feel like his talent his raw talent is something that could be on any given top team in the world yeah but his legs always go he's always got soft tissue That's the thing. issues uh ryan but <laughs> it, it always pops up and you're just like okay so we we're kind of gonna rest him and hope for that big play. Yeah. Well, if somewhere. you can only do it for like a third of the game, then yeah, that's why you're. That's why. That's you why are. you're here. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. That kind of sums up the two games that we did play and and our thoughts on it. And maybe you want to preview the Orlando game that when you guys listen to this will be uh, tonight. 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 Yeah. So tonight we have Orlando. Um, if you want to talk a little bit about that, it's it's a tough game. Yeah. It's a tough game coming off a tough result. And we and we um, you know the new, the news that we're losing somebody, mm -hmm. um, it's just going to be a tough game and, and it's all mental. Like we can definitely beat Orlando, without a doubt, um, in my mind. But there you can see that they're actively going and trying to strengthen an already strong squad. Yeah. Whereas we are letting people go, um, and not getting anybody to replace them. Yeah. So I was going to say it'd be interesting to see if they do end up playing that. That kid that they just signed. I'm it, not sure what it, the think, protocol is. Yeah, but. I, th I think if he's coming from where where did he come from? Out of state, Ecuador, out of out of country. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure if he's coming from out of the country and he's not involved with this national team, I think he has to self isolate for 14 days, mm -hmm. regardless of a negative test. So we probably won't see him. I don't know if that probably won't see him. Good or bad for us, but but um, um the, but the rest of their team is solid, so like they don't need him. Right. They just, they recognize that, hey, people's legs don't last forever. People get injured sometimes. Um, and we have to have backup plans. Yeah. Something that NYCFC doesn't subscribe to. Something that, yeah, that we have to, we have to begin to focus on. They got to call somebody up from the academy. I think it's that'd weird because 
like story. Yeah, I was gonna say it's weird because in the past we've talked about how most of our reserves are attackers. Um, because you know, defensive wise, we really have Ibiaga. Um, but it's it's really less so attackers, man. It's just wingers and midfielders. Yeah, <laughs> like that's about all we've got. I don't know what to, I don't know what we do. I, maybe we sign somebody else's academy player. I don't know. Yeah. Well, so you know, concerning the academy, we have the new uh, MLS news that they're trying to make a new feeder league. Yeah, I did. I which forgot about that. Has I mean, really big implications not only for New York but also for Hartford, for Hartford and you know the USL as a whole because yeah. a I lot mean, of their league is shaped of. I was gonna say. So what happens to these? these two teams I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's plug and play yeah so uh, like, like Luden, uh Lu, it was it Luden? Loudon, 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 i think yeah something like that who gives they're terrible yeah um <laughs> they're they're just going to be plug and play and they're just going to become dc too right and, like, and then you would have to you know new york red bulls they're going to yeah. go to this feeder league um philly i mean these are yeah. these are three out of the five teams in hartford's group yeah this Which, year anyways i in a way, I mean, that kind of goes... I had a point that I was going to talk about, um, you know, when, when we get to the Hartford news and, mm -hmm. and with the playoffs and everything. But, you know, these teams being so soft and bad and, you know, moving them on to a different league and getting a team that's actually trying to compete in that league for titles, yep. I think can help the USL, but there has to be that interest within, you know, local areas to yeah. actually get that done. Because... You know, having the the kids who are there, and they're only really playing for a chance to look good to get called up. Yep. Whereas you know you got people on Hartford fighting for a spot in the MLS or onto one of these for a transfer. Teams. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and championships at the same time. Mm -hmm. So like, I think it can only help the USL, but there has to be that interest to actually go and make teams to win championships. Yeah, and you have to hope. Like how many teams are going to be left in the USL if you take out? I don't know. I don't know. I would assume you know not all twenty MLS teams have a second like we don't, which is a problem in itself. Yeah. Um. So this league will definitely help us greatly because, you know, you'll have players like Reyna who isn't really just falling through the cracks of the system. Um. Not falling through the cracks per se, but he never played for us, which is a Which big problem weird. considering he starts for Dortmund. Same with like Scally. I mean, Scally didn't play for us before he got a transfer. Yeah. So and like, I don't know. It's just it'll help us for sure. Uh it may it may hurt the USL like you said initially, yeah. but over time uh it'll probably only raise the quality of of that league. Yeah, well I think it's good for NYCFC too because then we wouldn't have to send away Justin Hack to a right. to a, like a lower league. Mhm. Mm because you know he can he can go play for our reserves under our coaching under our system like and really progress yeah. to be in our team right. as opposed to progressing to be a good player to maybe play in our system one day yeah you know what i mean so i think it can only help both sides if it's done right right and our dreams i think of uh these major like united states leagues ever coming together it starts like yeah i mean it starts like this yeah it, it starts like this but it it almost like fractures the relationship too because it's like why not just turn 
I don't know, like tell these USL teams to get an affiliation with an MLS team. Well, um, it could be, and it, it could it's be a weird. move. It could be the first move in making that relationship because right. you're saying, "Hey, we're gonna pull our reserves out of your yeah. league to actually boost sort up of, the talent." Sort like, of an aggressive it, decision, yeah, it's, towards it's the USL. Weird, it's a weird way to do it, but it's kind of like, "Let me let's pull our reserve quality out, right, so that you can get actual teams in here to to boost the overall quality, so that you can be a league standing on your own legs." Yeah, and then late, later we can adopt you. And one thing to talk about I just thought of that we didn't have planned was um, USL did get a new team. So Queensboro FC oh, that's out in New York. Yeah, it happened, I guess. Well, they released like a badge and their colors and all that type of stuff. Um, and they're that's actually, cool. they're within uh, Hartford's, you know, area. So that's, you know, quickly probably going to become a new rivalry. Queensboro, you said they're from Queens. Yeah, New they're York? from Queens. Yeah watch them get a stadium <laughs> before us i oh. swear they will have a stadium before us write it down yeah. stamp it they will have a stadium before us or we're gonna live in some world where like we do get our own stadium then they move into there and they're in the same stadium i don't know and then one of them like digs out part of this of the grass and they take out one of our best players somehow dude i pray that we um that if we ever get our own stadium it's ours Oh like no! Just ours. You, but but the way that New York is, it won't be. There's not enough real estate. It just yeah. isn't, and it's more cost effective for us to rent it out. Yeah. So it won't be. It's just weird. So let me just kill that dream for you real quick. Yeah. Well, it was nice for like the eight, <laughs> the eight seconds that it lasted, um, but we can you know move on now to the actual playoff game with I Hartford. Don't want to. So you can see our tones sort of yeah. dip here. Um, it was a tough week, dude. It was a tough week, uh, even leading up to this game. You know, I I did have um, some expectations that, uh, I don't know, at the very least, maybe we would win. You know, I would love to see. I think that's where I would consider the, the JID season like an extreme success, was getting at least one playoff win. Yeah. Um, definitely pushing that home field was huge. I mean, that alone is like, that's an accolade in itself. But uh, I will say leading up to it, it started to seem a little bit rougher. Like when Tyreek Johnson got recalled, yeah. I, I think that was three days before. And yeah. that's a player that has started a hundred percent of the games for us. Maybe. Yeah. He, yeah he's a huge yeah, player for us in, into the second half of the season. He was so young. Yeah. He's, he started every game. So to you, to lose that part. And I mean, he was really somebody who had an impact we knew that that was sort of a a knockback that yeah. you know would have an effect ultimately yeah especially um, when you're you're you know planning for a game yeah for, with your guys and then all of a sudden but you know you can't you can't knock you know southampton for doing it mm -hmm. at the end of the day that's a that's a 21 year old english prospect and um if you know anything about southampton they pump out top players yeah from their from their uh team so you're trying to say tyreek is the new bail just asking or van dyke or <laughs> sterling yeah or i just of, figured the winger the guys the winger angle the the dude that's pacey they're sort of any of the guys each that you other can list from that that originated in southampton yeah but i mean in general with the game it was a yeah, the, a loss in general is yeah, tough it was but a, it was to lose kick, that yeah. way even um 
being so close to you know extra time and then ultimately maybe penalties and to have it i think it was in the 93rd minute out of four minutes of stoppage right it was like wow super deflating yeah it's super deflating and um you know it makes me think of that question when we were we were looking at the um excel sheet of awards yeah for everybody and you know they basically had one on there that said grade grade the manager mm-hmm. and you know i think he did very very well with what he had but at the end of the day it's a for me it's a b rating because of the talent that we we're playing throughout the year was not that high yeah so the expectations you know while we went in low we should have known like hey these are lower tier teams that we're playing right yeah so like we should be getting these results um and so i'm more grading him on the tough games and i think he gets a b for that yeah because he, he got results you know when we needed them got the river hounds uh result you know got us home field but ultimately in the end you know we we need to be progressing past you know the early stages of playoffs yeah definitely needing like i said at least one playoff win probably almost boosts that to an a yeah you know? oh for sure yeah if and then won. especially if we go out in that second game and like you know we don't even really need to win it but if we are putting up a fight then that's you yeah, know more or less an a for. rating yeah i think another question on there was um what was the most important you know result of the season we both agreed that it was probably that one nil against the river hounds yeah um and we talked in depth about that when it happened but for us to be able to reteach ourselves that when it matters we can win a game uh despite knowing yeah. what happened in the playoff game now um despite all the awful calls that were in the playoff game but it is what it <laughs> refs, is with that refs have torn new york city yeah. and harford to shreds torn our hearts out repeatedly um but i yeah i wasn't trying to really bring that up too much but we do have to take note there's some awful calls in that game um but yeah, that that was probably the most important result of uh, of the year that Riverhounds won. Yeah, yeah, I I all I can say is I agree. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean to to sum up, uh, not only the podcast, Weird. not not only sum up the podcast or the episode at least, not the whole podcast. Yeah, no, we're we're, we're saying yeah, we're here just because Hartford's gone. We still have New York. <laughs> um, but to sum up the episode and sum up uh, Hartford season more or less. It's been a great year. I think another thing that I had tweeted um, the morning after the playoff game was if you were to approach us at the end of last season when we were, I mean, the worst team in the league, like more or less the worst team in the league, and tell us that we would first seed into a a home playoff game at Dillon in front of all the fans, we would have been more than happy to to take that fate. I probably laughed at you. Yeah, yeah. But we would have been more than happy to to take that fate. So... um, for sure it's gonna be exciting to see Jody hopefully have a regular season a whole year to sort of uh express himself and his tactics with the team and i don't know maybe after a full year he might not be with us yeah. anymore but this is just all speculation because this maybe is- <laughs> by the start of next season i'll learn how to say his name so i don't have to call him the manager <laughs> yeah um but we're getting there yeah and i think all around even the the front office did a uh an amazing job with some of their pickups between yeah. you know working hack into coming who ended up being a, a big part um cohen was a huge part yeah you said from that that google docs um she mandanda. the best yeah to bring in mandanda who 
saved us on a number of occasions yeah. from from some bad results. So all around, whether it's the the performance of the players, the the business of the front office, and the workings of the manager, they they kind of hit it on the head perfectly. Like yeah, all year. I'm everywhere. excited for next season. Yeah, me too. And hopefully, it's um you know it's a normal format. It's not like the weird, yeah all this weird, weird stuff thing that they did this year. Um, hopefully we can get back to normal. Yeah. Um, cause I definitely want to get to some Hartford games. I want to get to some New York city games. Um, and I don't want to have to wear a mask while I'm eating pizza and eating, drinking beer. Yeah. So like, <laughs> sounds eat, good. Yeah. But, um, it's probably it. Yeah. We can wrap her up. I just keep wanting to talk forever, but, uh, post the podcast on all socials. Yeah. That's where you'll find us. Thanks follow again for us, watching. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. I earlier today, I was thinking about when we recorded an episode and I was like, Bro, we got to start doing the shameless YouTube thing. Like, give us a, sub, a subscribe. Yeah, definitely. No, ding like, a little bell. You know, I know for <laughs> sure we we look at the things and it's like most of the people that watch us aren't subscribed. Yeah. And so if you're finding our videos, however you're finding them and you like it, just go ahead and sub. And leave comments too, because if you've ever like looked in our description box, um, we say like we love feedback, but I think we've reiterated a number of times on the past episodes is like we're here to um not only sort of build a platform and and give our opinions about teams but we want to connect with other fans like if you run through all our past episodes we've got conversations in the comments like crazy um going back and forth we have conversations on twitter if you want to send us dms if you want to comment on our instagram post like yeah we're here to just like uh, provide as much content and consume at the same time the and, same amount so. and in the process have a silly goose time with some yeah, fans of the and, same team and just have fun and and share thoughts so. so yeah even if you're in the comments saying hey why is justin's hairline an inch farther back this week <laughs> as opposed to last week i, I or, understand or has justin been hired yet as the the weight gainer manager of james sands <laughs> let us know right let us know or set or ask the club why they haven't hired him yeah. yet. Send send as many emails as possible. <laughs> Tell them that I there's a uh, nutritionist yep. for James Sands. Yeah. Teach so, him how to put on some pounds. Anyways, aside anyways, from yeah, us we're, we're dragging on again. Dragging on. <laughs> All right. We're, we're getting out of here. Post 90 yeah. podcast. Give Follow us a sub. Us. Sub us. We'll see you. Peace out, guys. Bye. Bye.